Bringing you everything under the Disney umbrella. Network 1901. Hey everyone, it's Alex. This week's story is from Molly. She's an all-around amazing person and makes hilarious and beautiful art. So without further ado, welcome to episode 56 of Lipstick and Lightsabers. Hey everyone, I'm Molly, although you may know me on Twitter as Darth Molly. I'm super excited to be sharing a little bit about myself for Lipstick and Lightsabers. So I'll start with the first question. How did you get into Star Wars? Um, When I was 14, the prequel trilogy was about to come to a close. My dad had purchased the original trilogy on the special edition DVD box set that had released uh, to coincide with the end of the prequels. So he sat me and my then seven-year-old brother down to watch them, even though I was super reluctant and really only into romance and fairy tales, and I had no idea what I was getting myself into. It was just another, you know, Saturday of (laughs) being dragged through another movie that my dad wanted me to watch, just like I had been my whole life. Um, I had seen uh, episodes one and two in theaters, but I'd been really young and unimpressed because again, there was, you know, nothing to really spark my interest at that age. Um, And I can't say I was that amazed with the beginning of A New Hope. I think I had enjoyed the entirety of the film because I remember being excited to start um, Empire Strikes Back. And Empire Strikes Back was what did it for me. The romanticism of the hero's journey and the revelation of Vader as Luke's father, I mean, in context, since by 14, of course, I knew the line, I am your father. Um, it spoke to a desperate part of me that had only ever surfaced when I would read my favorite young adult fantasy novels. So I relished in the conclusion of the trilogy with Return of the Jedi more than my dad had expected, to the point that I immediately had to watch Attack of the Clones. Um, We already owned it. I think my brother had kind of been into Star Wars at that age, and I was so excited. I had to get Phantom Menace on DVD, and I started watching all the, you know, five movies over and over and over leading up to uh, Revenge of the Sith. And it was exactly what Lucasfilm had intended. I've been sucked in by the original trilogy and conveniently provided with another trilogy to enjoy. So... My obsession during the buildup to Revenge of the Sith led me to the now defunct StarWars.com message boards. I made a group of friends that I liked to pretend were teenage boys, but were probably middle-aged men. They weren't creepy though. They just partook in the goofy shenanigans that 2005 online communities had developed uh, prior to actual memes. (laughs) So we would disrupt threads and (laughs) we would anger the mods uh, in between speculating about how Anakin's downfall would come about. I mean, we did have the book at that time, uh, but, you know, it only came out a little bit before the movie did. And I mean, you just, there's just nothing to compare to actually seeing it on the big screen. I had Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman plastered all over my bedroom wall. And yes, this picture is on Twitter. And I listened to the Revenge of the Sith soundtrack every single day on the bus ride home from school. 
it was a wonderful time because it was my first exposure to true fandom and it was almost 100% positive. So it, that experience does exist. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure everyone's aware of that. So the second question after my long-winded first answer is how do I engage with fandom? So after the message boards went away, there was this, um, well, actually it was before that, there was this lull in the fandom, which it's kind of what we're experiencing right now um, in 2020, where we only had the Clone Wars TV show. Um, there was, at the time, Legends, then known as Expanded Universe. I, I never really got into that just because I was kind of overwhelmed by how much material there was. I just kind of stuck with what I knew. So I got a little bit away from fandom. Um, and then when I came back, the message boards were gone on StarWars.com. I tried a few other ones, but I couldn't really jump back into it. So I, I mean, I did look. I tried to look for my old posts to see if I could find my old friends. I went through the, you know, um, the way back when machine or the way back time machine looking for my old post i'll still do it sometimes just to see if i can find anything and i haven't had any luck but um i really didn't start to get involved with fandom again until i want to say uh like december of 2018 um you know last jedi was i mean i love the force awakens um but it really there's something about The Last Jedi. It just made me feel these things that I felt in between the final two, two films of um, the prequels. And it's that in-between time where you, you know the story is going to end, that you're just so excited and you want to just be part of fandom again. And I started on Tumblr, um, but it was kind of dead. And I noticed that a lot of the hot takes and all the really funny stuff was coming from Twitter. And so I made a Twitter account um, I'd been part of a Discord with some Raylos uh, because I was very, very much interested in the implications of romance between, you know, a, the villain and the hero and just how complex those uh, characters were, especially in The Last Jedi. And I came to Twitter and I was a very small account and I just was myself and I started just like interacting with all these fans and to the point where like now I consider these some of these people um, in this particular part of the fandom to be my closest friends. I talk to some of them every single day. I'm in, you know, group chats where we just like joke around. And um, I started doing art. The whole reason why I got into art was because of the fandom. And I'm now going on a little bit over a year with uh, digital illustrations. And they're always memes um, <laughs> of Star Wars, but that's my big contribution is I interact by joking around and trying to create a positive experience for people. I really put a lot of thought into what I tweet um, because there's a lot of negativity, I think, in Star Wars fandom and it's always existed. But I just want to kind of share the feelings that I have, which is I love it here and I don't want it to go away. Really, I try to keep it lighthearted, but I'm always there for you if you need me. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> So third question was, um, how has it impacted my life? I can't even describe, especially right now, how it's impacted my life. This is a huge support network for me. I've had really, really difficult things happen, especially this year, starting in January. Um, and I had this, you know, extremely traumatic event happen in, in January. Um, and when I posted about it on Twitter, it's just everybody 
you know, telling me they loved me and they were here for me and checking, people were messaging me and checking on me. Um, and from all over the world. I mean, it's, I have friends on the other side of the world now who know more about my life than some of the people that I went to college with. And I mean, it's pretty incredible. Um, I've been to Disney World with um, V, who is Necromancy Drew on Twitter. And I mean, if you had told me that I would be going on a trip with a um, <laughs> with a online friend, I mean, that's wild. I mean, if you had told me that like a few years ago, I wouldn't have believed it. But this is a huge, you know, this is, these are my friends. And like right now when we are, um, this is during this pandemic where we're trapped inside, it's more important than ever to have these established relationships that can communicate online. And I'm so glad I have this network and support group because these are absolutely my friends, even if I don't see them every day in person or even every you know month in person. I've even found people here in my city and um, I actually social distance hung out with one of them last night and she, you know, uh, we <laughs> we had wine from six feet apart. And I mean, it's just like truly a unique but amazing experience. So it's absolutely impacted my life and makes me feel like even more of a fan than I was before. Um, and so the last question, what are you most looking forward to this year in Star Wars? So this is a hard one. Um, again, especially because of the pandemic, I do feel like this is difficult to share because it there isn't a lot that I can talk about other than the Mandalorian for the second season uh, because we don't know what's going on with the Kenobi show. Um, I was at D23 in the Disney Plus panel when they had um, when they announced the Kenobi show and I just I like I stood on my chair and I screamed from the very back row. Um, I think the video is also on Twitter, but uh, it was just like it was this incredible experience for me. And then to hear that it's been put on hold and then it just <sighs> it made me so bummed out. Um, I've already been to Galaxy's Edge at both parks and um, this was I was actually supposed to right now be on a trip um, for the rival run. Uh, for Run Disney and go on Rise of the Resistance finally because last time I was there it wasn't open um, and so I mean that's what I'm looking forward to I can't say for this year I definitely am looking towards 2021 but I'm gonna say the thing I'm looking most forward to is going to be honestly just whatever our next live action content is and it doesn't have to be a film it could be a TV show but I, I really want to see what the story group and what Lucasfilm come up with next. I think there's just so much potential, especially with Legends. Um, you know, they have, because everything in the expanded universe is Legends, there is a ton of room for more creations. And I think they can just do it without the Skywalkers. They can create all new stories. And I'm always looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward just to building more relationships online and um, hopefully starting a project of my own soon and getting better at my Star Wars art. Thank you for listening to this and I hope you enjoyed it. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Darth Molly, spelled M-A-U-L-L-I-E, and may the force be with you. You've been listening to Lipstick and Lightsabers presented by Network 1901. This week's story was from Molly, and you can find her at Darth Molly on Twitter. If you'd like to be a part of the show, you can send in your Star Wars story to lipsticklightsabers1901 at gmail.com. 
If you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at lip underscore lightsabers and myself at Alex Leonis. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.